following program contains language and subject matter that you may consider unsuitable for children. Parental discretion is advised. Greetings, Earthling. Uh, His Highness the Jackal. The Jackal. I'm going to pass the reins to Mr. Jackal, the new king of radio. <laughs> yes. Allow me to puff as well. Mm. Uh, uh, Those are some powerful herbs. <laughs> giving me dark visions. Shall we pack this again? I, I'm not giving visions. I'm not sure if it's working, is it? Visions. Visions. Thaddeus, are you seeing what I'm seeing? You making a fool of yourself. <laughs> you think Jacko's a Latino? I'm not sure, but he'll give it to you. Hold on one second here. The Jacko. Welcome one, welcome all, welcome friends, welcome foes to another exciting episode right here inside the Jackal's Head. That's right everybody, I'm live back on PSN Radio, that's right, new website, publicstreamingnetwork.com, and uh, thank you all for joining me tonight on this peaceful and calm January 21st, 2021. That's right, folks. It's all peaceful. Uh, the mega fans have not gone out and rioted yet. We have so far kept it under control. We're now a day after inauguration of the... <clears throat> it hurts me to say it, folks. The 46th President of these United States of America... That's right, Joe Biden was a nigger. Uh, it, 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 uh, I can't. I can't say the word. I. I just. Uh, it, 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 uh, it makes me almost like throw up. Just uh, the, the inauguration. Inauguration. Uh, oh, oh man, this is so painful. Uh, you know the thing. You, you, you know. He's playing pretend. Guys, but everything's good now because now that he's playing pretend, the Kung Flu is going to be over pretty soon. That's right, guys, get girls and everybody in between, you know, all the alphabet people. Um, Guess what? Now with alphabet Joe Biden in the uh, White House or La Casa Blanca as uh, the mafiosos, uh, the, the, the bad hombres would say, now that uh, Joe Biden is in La Casa Blanca, the Kung Flu is its going to be gone pretty soon. I mean, I don't think we need, we need vaccines at this point. In fact, uh, to make my point a, a little bit uh, more clear, folks, they were all about the, uh, the lockdowns just uh, T-minus five days ago uh, are now all for opening. Certain governors like Andrew uh, Cuomo up in New York, you know, uh, Fredo Cuomo's uh, brother, he's now uh, thinking about opening up because now the economy needs opening after he was opposed to it when Trump was uh, president. Like, man, I didn't know Joe Biden uh, was sleeping in his basement all last year just uh, conjuring up all these energies to perform miracles on day one. Of his new president. Oh, I can't say the words. Oh, the inauguration. The pre- I, it, it pains me. It, it hurts, guys. 
to even say, you know, presidency. But it is what it is. But it, it, if I would have known that just having this guy as president would have been such a miracle on humanity, I might have voted for him myself. I mean, day one. And they're already talking about, you know, we need to reopen because the numbers are starting to go down. Whoa. Hold on. So now that Joe Biden is in the Casablanca, the numbers are going down. All of a sudden, that's it. Numbers down, right? Ponder that for a second. How the hell does that happen? Anybody? Unless the media and uh, certain people in in Congress have been lying to us. It's possible. You guys ever thought of that? I mean, it's a strong possibility. By the way, we are going to have open lines if anybody wants to call in. Uh, You can use Skype. Just look me up on PSN Radio or Public Streaming Network on Skype. Or just say, hey, yo, pick up the Skype, yo, and somehow I'll figure it out. Uh, so, if you guys want to call in, call in. But I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking hard here about how this works out. We have Sleepy Joe, Kamala Toe, uh, Harris, the non-African, African-American whose family is from Jamaica, but somehow she's African-American. I don't know how that works. But they're now in power, and it's going to be a dark day. Already in first day, they signed over, uh, they, I should say, destroyed uh, three, uh, 13 uh, different uh, things that uh, President Trump had put in office. Uh, started uh, executive orders on things which man, are going to be just disastrous on this country. Uh, you know, the big one, which I haven't slept much because it's uh, something I've been kind of going over uh, on detail of what exactly this means, but uh, the Keystone Pipeline. Now, for those of you that are not familiar with what, uh, what that is, this is a pipeline that was going to go through uh, the U.S. Uh, into Canada, and it was going to... Uh, deflect oil all the way through, making oil dependency from other countries not needed. And uh, that meant lower prices at the pump, we're oil, you know, we're we're energy efficient and energy uh, providing for ourselves uh, for a very long time. We've been depending on other uh, countries. Now we're energy independent, thanks to President Trump. But with that now uh, being cut out, um, now we're you know we're gonna lose all these jobs uh, which were created to put the pipeline together, and uh, so unemployment's gonna go up thanks to this uh, new administration just on that, and we're gonna be depending on the Arabs again to supply more oil. So 
the lower the low prices you guys have been experiencing at the pump uh, thanks to uh, the previous POTUS. Now you can expect for it to like skyrocket, guys. That's right. It's gonna start going up like your you know your thing when you're at the beach and you see a hot girl. That's gonna go straight up, and uh, it's not gonna be good. You're gonna start seeing probably four dollar uh, a gallon in some places, maybe five. Where you are now seeing two two forty. Uh, and that's probably going to be in the next six months to a year. Uh, you're going to see that skyrocket. Um, so it's going to be really bad. Just with that alone, uh, we're looking at potentially several, uh, maybe uh, about 100,000 losses in jobs, maybe more. Uh, let's see, potentially several billion dollars in losses. Now, on top of that, they're talking about a $3 trillion package, uh, which, or oh, it was a $2 trillion or something along those lines, uh, which it's also not good for us because they're, they're waving the, these, this $1,400 in our face like, oh my god, $1,400. Bucks. That's, you know, so much money. After months of being locked in, $1,400, bucks, oh, that's gonna pay. For what? For like one month's rent after like people have been starving uh, in some places, waiting for Nancy Pelosi to uh, stop eating her ice cream and uh, do her job. Uh, but you know they're gonna give us fourteen hundred bucks and trillions to Iran, China, and Russia. Now, why are they they giving these countries uh, money? Uh, folks, uh, have you uh, stopped and actually thought about that? Have, has any uh, anybody out there uh, put that together in their in their heads? Why it is they were giving these folks money, especially China, which we just had a trade agreement with. Which, by the way, that's out the window. Uh, they're going to uh, renegotiate that now and make it a lot worse for us. Let me tell you, all the all the billions are coming in. Well, this is why we're giving um, all this money back. Because we're giving back all the money that, that Trump made us. That's right. Uh, all the money that they were paying us while Trump was in office, and he had these great trade agreements that were benefiting us, that's all gone. Now, it's going right back to, to these terror-written countries, these harbors of terrorism, these people who actually are going to work on nuclear weapons. Thanks to this money that they were giving them. Good job, new administration. I mean, it's definitely uh, looking like uh, this administration has the right frame of mind for this uh, country. If you're looking at it from, like, China or one of our enemy countries and you're looking to invade and destroy us, then that's the right frame of mind, I guess. I mean, I don't know exactly what uh, you guys who actually voted for this joke are thinking, but I know there wasn't a lot of you, and this is why the the entire thing in uh, DC happened this uh, couple of days ago or a day ago, where the inauguration, the the thing, you know the thing, when that thing happened, you notice like there was uh, almost nobody there, right? It was like uh, maybe ten thousand people there, or five thousand, maybe I don't know, two thousand people there. It was very scattered, right? Uh, let me tell you why there were more troops than people there. And why they, the optics of why this was all set up the way it was. 
The reason they, they did this uh, with all the military and everything, it's not because they were expecting the mega people to show up and riot and start killing, because, you know, we don't do that. We're, we're good folk. Uh, for the most part, uh, in fact, uh, I saw a couple of footage of it, uh, video footage uh, of the supposed DC riots, and you could tell who were the uh, agitators and who were the actual mega folks uh, that went in into the uh, capital because the 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 people that went in they were actual mega folks or maga folks were actually in the velvet rope they were they were actually like uh you know they stayed it was funny it's like they were on a tour uh, it was like night of the museum but night at the capitol and they were just like on a tour it was the funniest thing and uh you actually would see um in some of the footage police officers opening the doors it, it was like a tour they hey come on in guys one cop even says you know the, i know this is against the law but i kind of agree with uh you know what you guys are doing here i thought this was a terrifying mob of domestic terrorists but anyway so this domestic terrorist event that took place uh, in D.C. Just uh, hysterical. But uh, I was watching uh, some of this footage, and, uh, you know, I find it funny how, like, the media is labeling this uh, all white supremacy. Um, you know, they fail to mention certain things like uh, the fact that they busted... I think it was like, what, 250 so far, uh, Antifa and Black Life uh, Matters and Boogaloo Boys members, which are all on the same page, and they're anti-Trump, they're anti-establishment. Um, those are the actual guys, and like I said, you can tell who are the mega people and who are the agitators when you look at some of the footage, and um, you can definitely see it. It's pretty, it's pretty hysterical. Now, yes, uh, you know, I understand where some people were scared. Um, they were there, some of the Congress people, senators, or whatnot. Um, I mean, if you've had a silver spoon in your mouth your entire life, uh, yeah, I can understand where you could be a little scared. I mean, it makes sense. You've never, you know, experienced street life, uh, for example. It's not like you lived a thug life or anything like that. So I understand why some of these people might be a little bit terrified of, uh, you know, some crazy 80-year-old lady with, you know, a bag or something and a, a flag and little grandma glasses and a smile. There's a cute little meme on that. It's It's so funny. Uh, but, you know, the fallout from uh, that has been disastrous, even though the only people who were actually uh, killed were done by Secret Service who shot that one lady um, in the head, in the face. And uh, what was the other one? Um, oh, yeah, the police officer who was kind of like beat up, kind of, and they fucked him up. Uh, but he went home and he, you know, he, or he went to the precinct and they had a, what was it, a stroke? or something uh, several hours later. So he didn't die, uh, at least according to reports, on the scene or even related to that as far as we know, but they want to blame that already on that. In fact, now 
Nasty Nancy Pelosi is calling you for, get this, to find a way to possibly charge Trump with accessory to murder. Think about that, guys. Accessory to murder. Okay? This is how far and demented this woman is. It's been proven, okay, that he was still on stage when the Capitol was taken over, The when the riot started. He was still on stage talking to the mega people. And when they took off on the walk, uh, they already had started going in. So you had the mega people that showed up after everybody was already inside. And, there, yeah, there were probably a few people from the mega crowd there. They had already had made their way over. But the, most of the agitators were there waiting in the wings, including some actors like the guy in the bullhorn and all that stuff uh, that showed up. Uh, so there was already several people there just chilling. And, um, you know, when the mega people actually showed up, they were already in the building. Now... They want to say Trump is an accessory to murder. At no point in his speech did they tell anybody to go there and riot, loot, burn, kill anybody. Nobody that uh, any had anything to do with Trump or the mega people killed anybody. Uh, so how exactly is Nancy Pelosi talking about having Trump connected to murder? In any way, I mean, I, this is completely bonkers. Uh, it's bad enough to try to impeach him after he's done as a president, which is unconstitutional to begin with. But now they want to try to charge the man with murder. It's like you know, here he has a, already a cut that he knows is there because they cheated him out of the election, and he's like, oh, "I'm bleeding uh, from my orange skin." Right here in my artery because they cut me deep and, uh, you know, they stole the election from me. And now they're pouring salt in that wound and they're like, ah, yeah, no stitches for you, orange man. Nothing but salt on the wound. And then they come back with more and like, you know what? We don't have any more salt. So we're just going to rub our fist in the cut. You know, that's what Nancy Pelosi is doing. She's, she is evil. I mean, to do this to a sitting president, if this could be done, folks, to a sitting president, imagine what they could do to us, common folks. I mean, they could do whatever they want at this point. Uh, at this point, do we even have freedom? I mean, they already are talking about uh, basically giving up all this cash to our enemies. That tells you right there who the masters at play are here for the left, who their real... Masters are. Remember all this Russian collusion with Trump? And we found out that the only collusion really was between Hillary Clinton, Christopher Steele with the fake Steele dossier. Remember that? There was no President Trump collusion. It was all fake. So Hillary had the collusion with Russia. Right? They fed us this uh, the four years of Russia and Trump. 
Putin has Trump's number. He, Trump is Putin's bitch, right? Four years of this crap. Impeached him on nothing. Ukraine phone call, nothing. Bogus impeachment the first time. Died in the Senate. Now we're going to impeach him again, bogus again. Because now, not only is this BS, but there's proof and undeniable proof that the actual agitators that entered the Capitol were members of Antifa, Boogaloo Boys, and Black Lives Matter. They've busted a few of them. John Sullivan, who is an actor, Olympian, agitator, activist, Antifa, Black Lives Matter member, was there, recorded, and then to kick it even up another notch, he was on Anderson Cooper on CNN the same night. I mean, you you can't make this crap up. I mean, even if you're like uh, the best writer in Hollywood, you can't write a script this funny. One of the, the agitators that actually caused this entire thing was on Anderson Cooper literally talking about what they did and then he gets arrested for it. You see what we're dealing, dealing with here, guys? And, and they want to charge Trump with murder. This is the total hypocrisy of the left, completely. Off, they've gone off the reservation, completely off the reservation. How do you charge the president with accessory to murder? Well, he didn't kill anybody. He wasn't even there. He never told anybody to go do anything criminal or violent. The agitators who were there were members of Antifa. In fact, they're now doing an investigation because it, ter- it might turn out, folks, that these folks are connected to some people in Congress. Uh, <clears throat> hmm? Now, there's been a lot of conspiracy stuff uh, around, you know, for the last few days, uh, it, you know, especially after the 6th, uh, when, uh, you know, we found out that Nancy Pelosi's laptop had been stolen. People are like, oh, my God, military went in, and they took the laptop, uh, or laptops, and they did it because there's a, an operation going on, and it's just to take the, uh, the government, and, and Trump is going to be President 46, he's going to be President 19, and yeah, and it was all, that's all bullshit. That's nonsense, guys. You know, the fix was done, the rig happened, you know, Biden is, you know the thing. But bottom line is there was corruption. And uh, when you look at the footage and you look at the connections they're starting to make in this investigation, it's becoming pretty clear that Nancy Pelosi and, and the radical left have their you know hands smeared all over this thing. I'm thinking, and this is just my opinion, so YouTube, DLive, all these other platforms... Don't uh, don't give me a, a strike here. This is just my personal opinion, freedom of speech. But I'm thinking that this whole thing was staged because they knew that Trump was going to hold the rally because he he likes rallies, you know. That's that's kind of like uh, something he's good at. And uh, they were like, you know what? This is a perfect way to instigate something and 
get something uh, that'll get him good, you know? And I think that's what happened. I, I think this is exactly what went down at the Capitol. They found the, uh, you know, agitators who are willing to do it, paid actors. I mean, we know John Sullivan is a paid actor. He's done commercials for Uber. Uh, he was an Olympian. There's a, a couple of Olympians that actually were there uh, who are also actors uh, that were arrested. On top of that, Boogaloo boy Mike Dunn was arrested also uh, at the scene. And he's uh, been seen with Antifa. In fact, these clowns were all involved in the riots last year. One of the cats that was arrested, I don't remember his name, but he was involved in, a, in the riots last year and he was involved in a murder of a police officer. So now you, you're starting to see what I'm talking about here, guys. This doesn't smell like... It was just some random uh, mega people that just like went ape nuts because uh, the president was being unseated, and this was the spark of a new revolution. No, this—that's not what this was. This was nothing more than a staged event, as far as I'm concerned. That's my opinion, and my opinion alone. And uh, you know, everybody has their own opinion. You—you you have yours. I have mine. It is what it is. Now, the fallout is happening, and, you know, we saw all these rhinos just come out of nowhere backstabbing Trump immediately. One of which was a little shocking, Mitch McConnell, because, uh, not to me, because, you know, Mitch has always been kind of the B-word, but to a lot of folks, he was, uh, you know, they thought he was a real Trump fan. And uh, for a long time, I'm like, yeah, he's kind of like Harvey Dent. You know, he's Two-Faced. You know, some people call him a turtle. He looks like a turtle. But to me, he's more like a Two-Faced, Harvey Dent type of shady character where he'll smile at you with one face, but on the other side, when he turns around, he's like all like deformed and like, you know, just evil grin looking. That's Mitch McConnell to me. And I, I did not... You know, I I wasn't shocked. I did not like going to like some kind of like denial when he backstabbed uh, Trump. Uh, I saw Chris Christie also backstabbing him uh, as nothing uh, shocking. Uh, Mitt Romney. I mean, they, it's funny because they're saying in the news all these prominent Republicans came out and criticizing the president for his actions at the Capitol, for his insurrection. And then they named off the list of rhinos, which we're mostly familiar with. There's a couple sprinkles of droplets of gems in there, which are atrocious uh, in nature. But for the most part, we know who it was, you know, the Mitt Romneys of the world and, and whatnot. Mitch McConnell, Chris Christie, and all these other cats. And um, Liz Cheney who is the, uh, I guess she's the Senate leader, or whatever she she is. Uh, but I know they're, they're sanctioning her now, and this is what's funny. This is some of the blowback the uh, Republicans are going to start getting. Because they fail they to get, they fail to remember one thing. The Republican Party now is Trump's party. 
That's right, folks. Uh, believe it or not, Trump is the Republican Party. He sparked, I mean, really a, a new wave in conservative uh, movements uh, in the last three or four years with, uh, you know, as crazy as he could be, as outrageous as he talks. What he brought to the party helped a lot of people win. In fact, we, you know, the the Republicans, I almost said we, but I'm not Republican, I'm independent. But the conservative Republicans uh, almost took the House. I mean, they're not that far from taking it. And that's because of Trump. Okay? Let's be real. The first two years of the Trump campaign, uh, I would say the first three years, were awesome of his administration. And then, you know, they they had concocted uh, or uh, <clears throat> some bats and Wuhan released this China bug. And now, you know, uh, we've been kind of locked down, lied to, and, uh, bis- you know, we, we've been, uh, you know, never, We've been uh, destroying ourselves for the last year. And uh, either it's going to get worse because Joe Biden is going to make it worse by more lockdowns. I mean, everybody wants mandated masks for another uh, 100 days. And it's uh, hysterical every time he says, we need to, we, we need to have masks for another 100 days. We need the vaccines. We need to vaccinate. The vaccines. The vac- we need vaccines to vaccinate all the elderly. I hate the way he speaks, by the way. Uh, he reminds me of the, the old guy in Poltergeist 2. I don't know if you, you guys have seen that movie. Remember the old demon guy? Kind of looks like that. Especially when he smiles, that crazy grin of his. But, um... Where has Joe Biden been besides his basement? I mean, I know he wears, you know, the masks all the time. So, I mean, did I miss something? Because that's been, like, almost pretty much mandatory for the last year. So when he, and he, again, went on that rant for, like, the entire year that as soon as he became president, mandatory masks. Joe, you can't go anywhere without getting a ticket. Or being told you need a mask or get out for the last year. So it's been mandatory as it is. This tells you what weak agenda this uh, administration has. I mean, he has no policies, let's be fair. He ran on nothing other than hatred for Trump. And we got to remove Trump, 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 Trump. Uh, when they asked uh, Joe about his son Hunter, he would flip it on Trump. Like, you know, they asked him in one of... Uh, the, I guess, campaign stops that he was on, and they, the one of the reporters asked him about uh, the whole thing with the son, and he got mad, and he said, "We don't ask me about that. That's typical of you, or along these lines. And he goes, what we got to talk about is that man who's doing things that's never been done before. And the funny thing is, nobody takes him to task, and the guy doesn't ask, well, Mr. Biden, uh, what exactly is he doing that's, that's evil? What has he done that's never been done before that we could talk about? Because so far, I mean, he's done a pretty good job, if you ask me. I mean, uh, the, the president 
has not done bad, really. When you think about it, what has he done wrong? Great economy? How's that bad? Border security? How the hell is that bad? Good trade agreements uh, with uh, foreign countries who were raping us? Lower gas at the pump? Regulations to companies that could afford regulations and reducing regulations to companies that need it so they could come back to the U.S. and have their companies here and get them made in America again? How is that any of that bad? Fighting human trafficking? You know, putting people to work? Prison reform? How is any of that bad? Hell, the the President uh, Trump got four nominations for Nobel Peace Prizes. Okay, four nominations. They, they give them out this year. We'll see uh, you know, how many he wins. How is any of that bad? I mean, no new wars? First administration in how many decades to not have a new war? Again, tell me, how is any of that bad? When he first came into office, they were like, oh, he's going to get us into all these wars with, you know, China and, and you know, Russia. and Or Russia's going to be his puppet masters and they're going to use him for wars against Korea or... There's going to be wars, man, because, you know, he's a Republican and all they do is war. No wars in four years. But you did have the issue with the virus, which, again, my opinion, was concocted by the evil socialist left, their dictators or masters, and the countries that are not getting their money back. China, Iran, Russia. Russia has been playing decoy the whole time, guys. Why do you think that Russia has a nuke the shit out of Hillary Clinton, who's been saying, yeah, he's been colluding with Russia. Putin is laughing his ass off because Putin, Jin Chongqing from China, and what would, you know, the Iranian uh, leaders, uh, all these guys are laughing their ass off right now because they've been sitting over there just cracking up at the way the media has sold this country out with their outrageous lies. Brainwashing people. And now, you that actually voted for Joe Biden are going to see it for yourself. Those who actually voted, and I'll say there's about maybe 40 million of you that actually voted for that fool. You're now seeing it for yourself. You're going to see the hypocrisy, the bad administration, the evil things that he's going to do. You're already seeing the 13 executive orders, which are disastrous, uh, that he's uh, signed off today. I mean, just, uh, and I just touched on the Keystone Pipeline alone, okay? Just that alone. And he's talking about uniting and healing the nation. He's not doing that at all. Congress is not doing that. If Congress is trying to unite the nation, why are they trying to drag us through another impeachment with Trump? 
Now, speaking of impeachment, you guys might have missed this because I'm sure the mainstream media is not going like, to cover this uh, because they're going to cover the impeachment of Trump and they're going to cover uh, Joe anything Joe Biden does. Like if he was some sort of saint, right? Uh, I mean, that this guy's like complete sainthood as far as the media is concerned. Uh, but, uh, the, you know, you know the, this is like the funniest thing if you think about this. The same, you know, day, probably they're going to start talking uh, seriously about impeaching the president, the real president, Donald Trump, uh, as citizen Trump. Funny, this, uh, it's like Citizen Kane, but Citizen Trump. That, that should be a movie one day. And uh, there might be an impeachment of Biden that same week. Because, uh, and I'm going to read this because I have it on the uh, monitor here. Uh, Marjorie Green, representative uh, of 14th District of Georgia. That's right, Georgia which I've been talking about here on the show for many, 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 many months as uh, being one of the main issues that we're going to have in the election. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm going back maybe a year and a half, almost two years, where I've talked about this on my uh, my show on Thursdays and Sundays, where I said that Georgia is going to be a problem. And uh, most people are like, well, why is Georgia going to be a problem out of all places, Jack? You know, how is that going to be a problem? Because the counties, which I knew were going to be the issues, are ran by heavy Democratic people who are, well, how can I put this gently? They're adults now, but they were hoodlums in the in 80s and 90s, okay? Like the, uh, Keisha Lance Bottoms. She ran with the bad bunch, okay? And she's uh, over in Atlanta. And, uh, oh, yeah, who's one of the judges over there who shut down uh, one of the uh, the main uh, lawsuits that were, they were trying to bring up? Stacey Abrams' sister, who's a judge? So you see how this all works, right, guys? You, you see what I'm talking about? But check this out. Marjorie Green, again, uh, who's representing the 14th District of Georgia, uh, put, this, put this out today, January 21st, for immediate release, says Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Green introduces article of impeachment against President Joe Biden. Washington, D.C. Today, Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene introduced the article, and it says, for his corrupt actions involved in his quid pro quo in Ukraine and his abuse of power by allowing his son Hunter Biden to siphon off cash from the greatest enemies that we have, Russia and China. I hope the mainstream media runs this and understands what's going on here. Because they've been covering this up for a year, just like they covered up the Hunter Biden thing for a year. Where they don't want to talk about the pedophilia on the laptops. By the way, there's I, and I've seen the photos, so you can't fact check me and say it's, it's fake because I know how Photoshop works and these are real. Okay, And I've seen some of the pictures with one of the Obama daughters 
on top of Hunter. And she was being hunted and plugged. Okay? So, maybe that's why Obama and uh, the Bidens are so close. Because they've been hunted by the Bidens. I, don't, I mean, I don't know, I'm just... I saw the picture, guys. I don't know. And it was pretty damning. Some of the stuff I've seen on the dark web has been pretty damning. And this, the, the crazy part is, it's up for a few minutes, and then it just it disappears. Either the people that are posting this stuff just pulls it, or the powers that be go in there and they just remove the stuff, but it just it's vanished. Gone quick. Now it says here, President Joe Biden is unfit to hold the office of presidency. His pattern of abuse of power as President Obama's vice president is lengthy and disturbing. I've been saying that for four years. President Biden has uh, demonstrated that he will do whatever it takes to bail out his son, Hunter, and line his t- family's pockets with cash from corrupt foreign energy companies. President Biden is even more, it's even on tape admitting to a quid pro quo with the Ukrainian government threatening to withhold a billion dollars. Remember that, guys? In foreign aid, if they did not do his bidding. President Biden is residing in the White House now, and it's a threat to national security, and he must be immediately impeached. This goes on. The case against uh, President Joe Biden is vast and detailed. Point one. Joe Biden abused his power of office of vice president enabling bribery and and other high crimes and misdemeanors by allowing his son to influence the domestic policy that's right the domestic policy of a foreign nation this is big stuff guys this is not like go go be president this is major and accept various benefits, including financial compensation from foreign nations in exchange for certain favors. Now, this is not like a BJ in the back of a Volkswagen, okay? This is not that kind of favor. Come on, man. You, you, know, you know the thing I'm talking about? You know the kind of favors these... these people get come on man now the evidence of widespread knowledge corruption and collusion on behalf of uh, the biden family with foreign nationals is clear and compelling point number three here says as vice president joe biden was a senior obama administrator administrating official overseeing anti-corruption efforts in ukraine Hence, any illegal activity involving corruption conducted by Hunter Biden within the or in relation to Ukraine would fall under the purview of the office of Vice President Joe Biden and, of course, the Obama State Department's anti-corruption efforts. In fact... Many State Department officials within the Obama administration repeatedly resigned 
uh, oh, I'm sorry, repeatedly registered reservations about Hunter Biden's role on the board of a corrupt company. So their own people were like, yeah, maybe you shouldn't have your son there, Joe. Huh? Do you think that might be a bad idea, Joe? No? Maybe? Just, you, you think? And, of course, he said no. Uh, and that's, it continues, he says, Thus, any instances of corruption on behalf of, of Hunter Biden via his role on the uh, board of members of the Ukraine-operated Burisma energy firm would intentionally not uh, investigate or cover it up. Were intentionally not investigated or covered or covered up. In other words, they did whatever they wanted. They never investigated anything. And guess what they can do with that, guys? Uh, you're thinking, what's well, so what? He got his son some money and a gig. They gave a lot of our money to them, right? Billions of dollars funneled through, given. To Hunter Biden, and some of that went to Daddy Joe Biden, as we know now from the uh, laptop that the big guy got paid. So, in other words, that's money laundering. That's right. That's when you launder money, right? You, know, you guys have heard that term before, right? Money laundering. You, you see what I'm getting at here? The Biden crime family is, it's wicked, folks. Okay, now let me continue. In 2016, uh, Ukraine's top anti-corruption prosecutor, Victor Shokan, Shokan, that's like a Mortal Kombat name, right? Uh, he says he had an active and ongoing investigation into Burisma and its owner, Mykola Zikowski, Zikowski? Uh, at the time, Hunter Biden continued to serve on Burisma's board of directors, according to uh, news reports. Then VP Biden threatened to withhold $1 billion in the United States loan guarantees if Ukraine leaders did not dismiss Shokin. After that, Ukraine uh, parliament fired Shokin. They said, you can... And he was gone. Uh, during his father's uh, vice, vice presidency, Hunter Biden built many business uh, relationships with foreign nationals and received millions of dollars from foreign sources, seemingly in exchange for access to his daddy. The financial transactions which uh, Hunter in, uh, engaged in illustrates serious counterintelligence and extortion concerns relating to Hunter Biden and his family. I, I've been telling you that for a year now or more since Joe Biden became the front runner. We've been talking about it on this show and on many other shows because this is not news to us but now it's on a document and it's being put in for an impeachment of the new president. Well, that almost gave me a heart attack. Those two things, I can't put them together. New president, Joe Biden. Still hurts saying it, guys. Um, but 
we've been talking about this for a long time, but now it's up for impeachment. So I, I love the language here. I love that how she completely is laying out what you know what he did. And th- I mean, you can't say, "Well, there, there's nothing there." You're on video, dickhead. You're bragging about it. I know you're you're uh, the liar and thief, not commander in chief. But you can't you can't lie about this one and get away with it. You're on video bragging about it, Joe. And the last point here on the of the uh, impeachment letter says, President Bi- uh, Biden gravely endangered the security of the United States and its institutions of government through blatant nepotism. He enabled his son to influence foreign policy and financially benefit as a result of his role as the VP. He supported his son's engaging in collusion with Chinese Communist Party-linked officials. What? Okay, you, you, you guys get it? China, Ukraine, Russia, 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 Russia. Everything they were telling you that Trump was doing, these scumbags were doing. And now they're at the White House. You think that they're going to get away with this? Probably. Because... They're controlling the the Senate, the Congress, and the Casablanca. And it's all done through the beauties of Dominion. It's a great name, by the way. It's also the name of the prequels of The Exorcist. Go figure. Now, uh, let me see if we continue to see, uh, okay. He allowed his son to, uh, to trade appointments with his father and other high-ranking administration officials in exchange for, for financial compensation. You give me daddy if you pay me, uh, some money. Okay. He permitted his son to take money from Russian oligarchs, including Elena, Botrina, the wife of a former mayor of Moscow. That's your Russian connection. That's your Russian collusion. You you understand now uh, where we have Russian collusion now, guys? Anybody who's watching this who uh, might be a, a friend of mine, either live now or maybe later on in podcast or video. Uh, you understand now the Russian part, the Russian collusion? You, you get it? Is it sinking in? You've been lied to for four years about President Trump? It's, it's all right there. You look it up. The article of impeachment for Biden was just uh, put out today that's right fresh right off the, right off the press this is from uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene she said she was going to do it she's done it 
the article of impeachment for Biden. Now, think about this. We've had four years of fake impeachment trials on President Trump. Now they want to go through another fake impeachment trial of Citizen Trump, which is unconstitutional. We have this article on impeachment on President Biden. What do you think are the odds that they're going to pay this in the attention over the fake impeachment of Trump? The second fake impeachment. I mean, which one do you think they're going to actually go after the hardest here? I don't see Nancy Pelosi, you know, jumping down the throat of uh, Biden like she did Trump for four years. I don't see that happening. I don't see all the governors and mayors trashing Biden. In fact, it's been like a sweetheart uh, transition for this guy. I mean, when you watch the 12 people that were at the uh, the facade that was this uh, swearing in on the 20th, uh, that was a facade. That was a joke, the whole inauguration. It was just pathetic. But when you actually, when you watch that thing and you, you see how, you know, how happy, the media seems like they're all laughing, joking, uh, from the Don Lemonheads to Anderson Pooper Scooper to all the, you know, MSNBC, CBS, all the fake news outlets. They're all laughing and grinning and like it's a good time, right? Meanwhile, we have the, the most corrupt president in the history of this country in office right now. Guilty of everything that they tried to charge President Trump with. Let that sink in. And for the rhinos in the Senate and in Congress, the Republicans by name only, or Republicans in name only, all you suckers that uh, voted for impeachment on Trump and uh, didn't do your job, when you know that there was uh, corruption and the uh, you know the the thing that just happened, I don't want to say names of events like that happened on the third of November because YouTube, you know now like the policies are like you can't say certain things or you get demonetized and you're out of here. So to avoid those situations, you don't you don't know the thing that happened on November third, right? Right, right, right. We all know that that was not legit, right? Right, right? Well, you Republicans had a chance to, to help fix that. You Mitch McConnells. And you didn't do that. You didn't do nothing. You know what you did? You backstabbed the president. And now you're all facing the repercussions. Mitch McConnell, man, he's facing it, and he's facing it hard. Uh, he is such an idiot. He went on stage, he did the entire uh, speech uh, about how he is for the impeachment of the president and uh, of Trump and uh, 
you know, that we have to move on and we have to heal because he lied to the people and he caused this mob to incite a riot. Uh, in fact, I have the clip of this thing and I'm going to play it for you guys uh, so you can take a look at this because it is very funny. And it's not funny, haha, funny, but it, it's still funny and they're like, ah, oh, really? Really, Mitch? I mean, you know, like, uh, I understand your, your joke, but really, this is, uh, you know, you, you're going to talk about the president like this. After, the only reason you got reelected was because Trump endorsed you. I, I remember when Chuck Schittmer and all these cats were like, you know, the, the slogan was, Ditch Mitch. For months, they were, they were just destroying you in the media. And then you, you showed your rhino colors and you backstabbed the president. Like the rest of the rhinos. But I wanna, I wanna air this out on, uh, both uh, video and audio, so let me cue this up. So you, uh, you can listen to it on, uh, soulflowradio.com and you can also, uh, watch it or listen to it on PSN radio and you could also, uh, watch it on the, uh, YouTube and all the other places here. I'm gonna cue it up in a second. Let me, uh, get the video up. There we go. Okay. I'm going to, uh, let's see. Okay, everything should be playing fine on that end. You should be able to see that. You see that face right there? That's a face only a mother could hate, right? Mitch McConnell. Mitch. The, you know, the, the, the girly mon. Understand the FBI. But uh, here, check this out. Let, let's let's play this sucker. Reports more than 275. And uh, and and see uh, the suckerage, suckatash. That is Mitch McConnell. <clears throat> I want to commend the work of the department to swiftly investigate and bring offenders to justice. As I've stated, January the sixth saw failures of institutions, protocols, and planning. Those failures did not just leave Congress itself exposed. They also left the courageous men and women of the Capitol Police themselves in a totally untenable situation. So today I want to reaffirm the huge respect and gratitude that I have, and I believe all senators have, for the men and women of the U.S. Capitol Police who put their own safety on the line every single day that they clock in and stand guard. Neither the institution of Congress nor the American people will ever forget the bravery and the valor of Officer Brian Sicknick, who sacrificed himself to protect this place and those inside it. We'll not forget our friend, Officer Howard Liebengood, and we'll never forget our debt to all the brave USCP officers and their families. It is more than just comforting to come to work in a place protected by such fine men and women at risk to themselves. It is also very humbling. We're also grateful to the local officers from D.C., Virginia, and Maryland, the federal law enforcement officers, the National Guard, the Secret Service, and all the other professionals who helped subdue the criminals and secure the Capitol on the 6th and are working together to protect peace and order this week. 
Tomorrow, a new president and vice president will swear their oaths of offices. They will also do so safely and securely because so many brave men and women have sworn their own oaths to support and defend our Constitution. We salute you all. Now, Mr. President, I understand there's a bill at the desk. Do you have a second reading? The clerk will read the title of the bill for the second time. S-13, a bill to establish an advisory committee to make recommendations on improvements to the integrity, security, and administration of federal elections. Now, there you go. That's uh, Mitch the Ditch, the, you, know, you, know, you know that guy. And uh, it's already starting to blow up in his face. Does he think after, you know, everything that's said and done uh, that he actually is going to have any cooperation whatsoever with the Biden misadministration? I mean, is he really that delusional where he thinks he's going to go in there and they're going to pass uh, whatever he wants? He already got, you know, into it because of the Keystone Pipeline because he's shocked that Biden uh, wants to, like, uh, remove this deal with the Keystone Pipeline. Why is he shocked? Uh, you know, he's going to end fracking. He's going to end the pipeline. Uh, you know, Mitch, don't be shocked. that This is, you know, what you egged on. And now, they, again, they want to charge the president with murder or accessory to murder, which is ridiculous. While well, we have an actual person in office right now who committed the quid pro quo again that Trump was being blamed on all last four years. Man, I hope that uh, the powers that be are not really this, you know, insane to think that they can brainwash the entire country. Uh, I know they, they really believe that they control the masses, but there's 75 million people that voted for Trump. Legit. That's a lot of people, okay? And they're talking about recon—I mean, reprogramming people? I mean, how do you do that? Is that like concentration camps? I mean, that's very Nazi-like language. Sounds like Marxism, Nazism, Stalinism, and whatever ism, communism, socialism, whatever. Doesn't sound like the American way. Freedom, freedom of speech, expression, right to bear arms, our Constitution. It, it, it kind of goes against the Constitution. But, you know, the Democrats do everything against the Constitution anyway, so what's one more strike, right? It's not like they don't break it all the time. See, th- th- this is the new motto. Is do as they say, not as they do. And the Republicans either need to get off the uh, the stool and wipe their sh- their butts from the, the poo they, they put themselves in and actually make a difference. Or, you know, we've lost everything. And uh, don't act surprised, Mitch, when uh, all these uh, anti uh, things uh, that are good for the country started happening with Biden. I mean, uh, in one sentence, Kevin McCarthy spoke about uh, in a recent conference about all these great things that we had under Trump, and I went off on a few uh, just a, a little while ago. And immediately when you start looking at the uh, executive orders that Biden is putting into play, they're literally canceling out everything Trump did that was good for the country. 
including giving billions right back to our enemies. I mean, again, I'm not a Republican, I'm not a Democrat, I'm neither right, left, whatever. I'm center. I'm, I'm independent. I wasn't going to even go going to do a live show tonight uh, because I, I was kind of like just not feeling it this week. I, I honestly have not even felt like uh, being on air most of the time this weekend. Uh, and, and it's been because I, I'm looking at what's going on and it's just, it's ridiculous what's already happening. And we're only a day and a half into uh, this new misadministration. And I'm not going to call them new administration ever. Well, I just did. Damn it. Okay, apart from then, I'm not going to do it again. They're the misadministration. Misadministration, there we go. That, I, I like that tone, that, that rings a little bit better. Because that, this, is, this is what this is. This is a continuation to the abomination. There's an extensive uh, four years of that nonsense. And it's going to be a lot worse because now they, they're speeding shit up, right? Because... We had eight years of of abomination. And Hillary was supposed to win, right? Uh, and it was supposed to be four years of continuing that same process and then four more years to cap everything off, which is going to be these four years. But Trump got in the way and said, nope, chill. We can't have that. We can't sell this country out because... We're still America, and we've got to put America first. See, that's the thing, guys. America first. We're, we're, you know, we have to continue that trend of thought. If you don't have America first in your mind, and uh, you want to open up to everybody else, guess what happens? America becomes a third world country very quick. There are caravans already with people loaded to pour into our country. I mean, this is not a joke. I'm not making this up. Uh, this is not from inside my mind somewhere, my kooky head. No, this is legit facts, okay? Guatemalans, Mexicans, whatever, I don't care what country you're from. If you're coming in here illegally, chances are, yeah, like Trump even said, and I'll say it, I'm Latino and I'll say it, a lot of these folks are good people that just want a, you know, a better life. Uh, and God bless them. I hope the best for them. But in between a lot of those folks, you're going to have a lot of gangbangers, human trafficking, drug dealers, drug lords, all kinds of people that are not good hombres, right, coming through these same uh, borders. And guess what? Child trafficking. It's going to go right back up on the rise. Human trafficking. It's going to go skyrocket again. All things that have started to decline because of the uh, border wall, which now they want to remove also, by the way. Oh, yeah. You know, all the billions that were spent on building the 400 miles of wall. Huh, more money thrown out the window if uh, Joe Biden gets his way. They're going to try to remove that wall. You know what that means. Remove that wall. Crime will stand tall. Leave the wall, and crime will fall. And already it's happened. In the areas where the wall is, the amount of illegals crossing over has reduced in about 
Now you say, yeah, but people are still coming over the, the border. Yeah, in areas where there's no wall, where they haven't been able to build it yet. It takes time. Rome wasn't built in a day. It was destroyed in a few days, but it wasn't built in a day, right? The Great Wall of China was not built in a day. It, was, it took time. There's a lot of wall. We, they built 400 miles wall of, of wall in, well, it's like a freaking big-ass fence more than a wall, but 400 miles of this thing in, what, three and a half, four years? Not even because it took a long time to get the funding. So two and a half years, really. Almost three. <clears throat> so all that's gone now. Forget that. We're going to have, a, a, you know, more of an influx of uh, illegals, which are going to now, as we know, they're going to be fast-tracked to uh, citizenship. So what's the purpose of being a citizen? What's the purpose of, you know, being here legally? And doing the right things to become an actual citizen of this country. What's the use? It doesn't really matter anymore, right? As far as, you know, they're concerned now, Eh, forget that. Just come on over. If you're illegal or illegal, don't matter. Bring your ass over and we'll give you everything. How's that going to work? Thought about that? I mean, they're, they're crushing the economy by doing that. They're destroying it. Right in front of our eyes. Can we survive four years of the uh, Biden-Harris misadministration? Can we survive two years of that? I don't know. I mean, I don't know the answer to that. I don't uh, think we do. I, I don't think it, uh, it's po- possible. I think it's uh, going to be very regrettable for a lot of folks who actually voted for these uh, nincompoops. They're going to suss in the malarkey pretty quick. And I think a lot of them are going to regret their their vote. And we we actually saw a lot of that already, uh, you know, in the last few months before the election, where uh, rappers were coming uh, on board to Trump's side, like Fifty Cent, who was anti-Trump. He said in 2015 he would never vote for Trump, right? No matter what, I never vote for that for that dude. He said. He actually used another word, but. I'll leave it at dude. And uh, now when uh, this election just uh, passed, he said, you know what, I'm voting for Trump. You know why? Because he saw what Joe Biden was uh, proposing as his uh, economy, uh, you know, plans and his taxes uh, hike. And he said, yeah, dog, that's not for me. And uh, 50 jumped on the Trump Trump train. Uh, along with the rappers, in, including the, you know, uh, the ones we do know, like Kanye West and, and Lil Wayne and stuff, which Lil Wayne got a pardon, by the way, which I thought was really cool uh, from President Trump. And, uh, you know, people are like, why is Lil Wayne meeting with President Trump? Duh. This is the stupidity of some people. 
Trump was friendly with a lot of rappers for years. He knew Lil Wayne, Kanye, Eminem, 50. He, he's known these dudes for years. He's been on G-Una Radio before he was president. He did an MTV thing with Eminem uh, where Eminem was pretending that he was going to run for president. This is early 2000s. And Trump went in to endorse Eminem for, this is hysterical, but he wanted to endorse him for the presidency. Oh, yeah. Trump is very popular in the uh, music industry. He was friends with Michael Jackson, Elton John. Elton John? They, I mean, Trump is supposed to be this you know, the hater of gay people, but yet he, he's friends with Elton John. His favorite singer is Elton John, which is why he would quote him every time he broke a record at one of the conventions or something that Elton John had a record in. Uh, whenever he would break it for most people to, uh, that went to the uh, events of the, these places, he would mention it because he was such a big fan. That was a big deal to him. Okay? What a hater. It, it's it, When you look back at the last, uh, you know, four years, five years, you, it's funny how easily manipulated people have been into believing nonsense. Uh, where people are, I've had arguments with friends and they still say that Trump is guilty of the Russian collusion. Cali guy, uh, and I got into it, like, you know, me and him joke around all the time, but, uh, you know, he's a buddy of mine and we, we, we rip each other apart when it comes to politics. And then, you know, we're, after we're done uh, for a few minutes, we're like, yeah, so anyway, well, you, you heard about that Batman movie coming out? You know, cause, you know, we're just, we're usually just, you know, friendly banter. Uh, but, you know, he, even he's still like, yeah, man, he, he did say, you know, he was, he was down with the Russians. It was all Russian collusion. And I'm like, Cali guy, no, it wasn't. We, we have all the evidence ready to prove that, that he did not collude with the Russians. In fact, his son did. It's in the impeachment of uh, Joe Biden. It's in there. It's in the language. But, you know, the, the mentality that these folks ha- uh, have is be- from the brainwashing from the media. The media controls the narrative. I've said it over and over again. Those who control the narrative control the population. The media controls the narrative. The media is in control. The media, and that includes social media like Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, all these different outlets, YouTube, every, you know, everything is social media related. They control the narrative. They control the minds of the population. They control your thoughts. They mold you into thinking what they want you to think. Now, there's cool things about places like YouTube, DLive, and Twitch, and some of these video places where you can go live like I am right now and talk directly to people, and and you can explain to them reality, and they can see you before, you know, you get banned and then they can't see you anymore. But for the meantime, you can't get that message across. But what's happening now, we're seeing big tech censor everybody. So again, we're losing our freedom to even see the truth. Now is you say what we want you to say or you're cut off. That's it. Jaffe Ryder from uh, the Pirate uh, World Pirate Radio Podcast uh, Network uh, had an issue with D-Live because they were cutting them off. And that's ran from China, by the way. I know they were cutting them off recently. He's had issues with YouTube. Uh, some folks are having issues already because 
again, big tech is censoring. But if they can remove the president from Twitter, Facebook, okay, if those two companies can censor the president and remove him, just imagine how you can be censored and removed easily. And you have uh, the Ocasio-Cortezes and all these lunatics on Congress calling for people to be reprogrammed again, to uh, to have people uh, maybe sent to prison just because they voted for Trump and everybody who voted for Trump is a neo-Nazi, raw white supremacist. They don't have white supremacy in Cuba, Ocasio-Cortez. I'm not white supremacist. I'm pale, but that's a different story. But I'm not a white supremacist. I have no hair, but I'm not a skinhead, you know, Nazi. I have no hair. Uh, But I'm not a white supremacist uh, skinhead. But, of course, you know, I voted for Trump, so clearly my Cuban roots are, you know, obsolete. I am a white supremacist, skinhead, Nazi, German, uh, Luger-carrying uh, assassin for the evil right uh, that uh, do all kinds of evil things. Even though I've never broken a law in my life. But that's what they label you if you're a Trump supporter. And they, they silence you. And people are shocked by this behavior. This is how communism works. They silence people. They take away their ability to bear arms. They take away your freedom of speech, your your, your constitutional rights. And some people beg for this. They go along with it. They think it's okay. Because they think they're, they're toting their party line by voting Democrat. And they don't even, they did not even know that they're voting for their own extinction. That's the the funniest part of all. Do you think the puppet masters in the Middle East or or the ones controlling this, like China, Russia, Iran, the Arabs, do you think these folks care about the alphabet community or black America or white America or Latinos in America? Do you think they care about us in America? Where over there they're chanting in the streets, death to America? Do you think they care about us, really? Uh-uh. They don't. See, the difference is when you have lawyers running things, they do things to line their pockets because, you know, lawyers are all snakes, right? We know that. I mean, what's a, a common joke? Uh, what do you get when you have a 100 lawyers uh, at the bottom of the sea, right? A good start. That's a joke, right? But it's a joke for a reason. Right? I've been talking about this for over two decades. What this country needed was a business person to come in and work it as a business because this is a corporation and not a lawyer that just is going to do greedy things to lie in his pockets. This is why when Trump came in, everybody went ape shit on the left. Because there are a bunch of lawyers. And Trump isn't a lawyer. He's a business guy. He came in, did business, did trade agreements, reworked things. Economy started boosting. People were like, oh, snap, it's working. But the lawyers didn't want that. Uh Uh-uh. 
because that just proves my point that lawyers are evil and that lawyers are not going to do anything right by the country. They're going to try just to make themselves rich, like Joe Biden, right? Like the Clintons. Ask uh, Haiti how they're doing, thanks to Hillary and the Clinton Foundation. Not very well, I'm sure. But I digress. What I mean, what do I know? Right? Now, the economy is going to get worse, guys. Don't think that because Joe Biden is and Kamala Harris are in there, that the economy is all of a sudden going to start doing good. Uh, they, yeah, even though they're, they're really trying to paint him as a saint of, of, uh, of the new era and how he's going to bring in all this prosperity. Because the stock market did pretty well. And I, I covered this earlier tonight on Kate's show around the campfire with Kate, which is an awesome show, by the way. She had a really cool show with really good guests tonight. Uh, Zippy and, uh, J, uh, Jeremy, uh, Hansen were on the show with her tonight. And, um, I brought this up because it was pretty telling what's happening with, uh, the way things are going. We're doomed. I mean, this country is going to be a third world country pretty soon. I mean, th- this is no joke. Um, Again, for all my friends who voted for this nonsense, joke's on you. Now, speaking of repercussions for your behavior, right? Ted Cruz and Josh Hawley are feeling feeling the burn, the backlash. And uh, when I say the the backlash, what's happened out there, uh, they're... Uh, this is a company called Act Blue, which I'm pretty sure some of you are familiar with. Act Blue is a corporation that was built uh, to house uh, money laundering, basically for the Democrats. People would donate money there. It would go from the Demo- from Act Blue. It would feed Democrats uh, that were running for you know, for office that are still going to be getting money. They raised like eight billion dollars, and uh, they also they also give money to. Uh, People like Black Lives Matter, Antifa, a lot of their money is what's been funding uh, a lot of these activities last year. And uh, Act Blue is uh, in right now in stages of trying to put up a sign, and they, they did like they, they're doing a fundraiser for you know they got eight billion dollars, they still want more money, so they're doing a fundraiser to get a, a, a campaign going of a billboard to try to get Ted Cruz and Josh Hawley to resign. From their position, because they're saying they they take part of the riots, they're instigators to the riots in Capitol Hill. Lying Ted, you know I like Ted Cruz, man. I, I don't hate the guy. I know what he, you know, what he's about. He's right now trying to save his, his own tail, and I feel bad for the guy because. I think at the end of the day, he's a good guy. Uh, you know, he's a family guy, and I think he means well. Uh, but a lot, like a lot of these Republicans, uh, you know, he's weak. They're, they're all weak. From, uh, Marco Rubio, Ted Cruz, Paul Rand, they're all weak. The one guy who I think has had testicular fortitude just hopped over from the Democratic Party, uh, Vernon Jones. I think he's good. 
I think, uh, you know, he, he's uh, going to be a good uh, addition to the Republican Party. And one day, he, uh, if he runs for president, we might have a, a good president there. But if the Republicans ever get another president elected, because now with the fact that they are, they're going to probably end up packing the courts, uh, packing the, uh, the, uh, the Supreme Court justice, uh, they're going to maybe make Puerto Rico a, a state and make D.C. a state. You know, I don't think legally they can make D.C. a state, but here, who the, what the hell do I know at this point? Uh, but they're looking to make those states. If they do that, that means more Democrats uh, in the uh, seats there. Uh, so that's not good. It's just going to make it harder to nearly freaking impossible to ever get a conservative person back in office as president. So you can forget that uh, for a very long time. I mean, what what do they have left? Now, there is option C. Not C as in I'm seeing you, but option C. Or numero tres. And that option number three, after you get done with one and two, you know, you, after you take care of number two, you got to go to number three. Number three is a new party. Now, I know it's been tried before. has worked before, but we've never had a person who demanded or commanded 75 million votes, the highest ever for a sitting president. And only lost because the other guy cheated. Okay? Uh, that's Donald Trump. And there's rumblings of a possible Patriot Party movement. If, of course, he doesn't get impeached again, falsely, and they convict him, and then he's not able to run, which at that point, uh, who will be his successor? Maybe Vernon Jones? Jim Jordan, who's awesome. Trey Gowdy, who's awesome also. Uh, there's a, a couple of possibilities. I know Tucker Carlson has uh, talked about possibly running, but I think he'll do more Republican style. But, uh, you know, there's a couple of good names out there, but for the most part, none of them have the pizzazz of Trump. Or the name Trump. So... I don't know exactly, you know, who would they get to, like, replace them, uh, but whoever they get, it's going to be a hard act to follow, if you think about that. How do you follow, uh, you know, what Trump did uh, and get the kind of momentum that he that he had going? That's not going to be easy, no matter, who, you know, who you put in there. Now, on top of that, a lot of these guys are a little bit uh, sketchy because you don't know exactly their, you know, who they are. You know who Trump is. I mean, we've known him for 30 years. As a business guy, again, what we needed, less lawyers, more business people. People that, that have the focus on business, trade, and the human being. And that's one thing, you know, Trump being the billionaire and people are like, yeah, he's just some, uh, you know, Daddy Warbucks type uh, Scrooge billionaire. It turns out Trump is more in touch with the everyday person than uh, anybody in Congress. More than Joe Blow Biden. I mean, for sure. You know, that's uh, the thing that I think connected Trump to to the average voter is the fact that when he speaks, 
he doesn't give you the robotic voice like the Obama would give you, like the speech voice, like, my fellow Americans, you blah, 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 blah. And you can just, like, fall asleep listening to him. Trump is excited to listen to when he spoke to you in a language and in, in, in a tone that was, uh, you know, like every American. We can identify with the way he spoke, with the way he speaks. I don't want to make it sound like he's no longer with us because he's still with us, just not president. But, you know, we can all identify with him as a human being. When I listen to Biden, I like I just I want to turn the TV off. I can't listen to the guy. He's I don't know if I'm the only one, but I know he's not authentic. I know he's a he's a joke. I mean, let's not forget he's the same guy that in '88 had to drop out because they cut him lying. He lied about how intelligent he was. He lied about how intelligent he was. Think about that. How do you, how are you so stupid? You're running for president and you make up stuff like, oh, I, I was, the, I had the highest grade average in my college. I was number one in my class, highest IQ. Do you not understand that people can go back and check your records, Joe? And then when they, put it out there that he was lying and he had plagiarized speeches and what was his answer? Well, I'm kind of an idiot and I do stupid things and I'll continue to do stupid things. This is the guy you, you, you voted for, right? 80 million votes. You're telling me that's the guy who got 80 million votes? Really? And you're going to tell me that the election was legit. Guys, I got some magic beans. I'm not even going to charge you. I'm just going to give them away. Come get them. You plant them. A tree's going to open up. You climb up the tree. You're going to be in the land of the giants. Or as we call them in Cuba, Los Gigantes. And you can go play with the Giants for a while. And just stay up there. Stay in Lava Land and don't come back down, please. I mean, do they think we're as stupid as they they believe, really? I mean, or as naive as that? And uh, to talk now about reprogramming people? I mean, that's complete Nazi behavior. Communism at its finest. And that's the kind of crap that they want to uh, put out onto the American people that voted for Trump. Communism. Now, again, I'm not advocating for violence in any way, shape, or form, but how do you fix what's going on? How do you possibly undo the do? You can't undo the dew, man. You can only drink the dew and enjoy the ride. Because, you know, we, there's nothing we can do. If any of us does anything crazy, right, anything, we're going to go to prison for the rest of our lives. 
Last year, during the Summer of Love, remember we had looting, burning, riots, murder, mayhem, all in the name of the chop in the Summer of Love. Nothing happened to those. a lot of those folks. Get out of here. Go home. Do it again. Keep doing it. They can do it. We can't. Not that we should, because we should never, and I never advocate to, to any violence. At all. I condemned all violence last year, and I'll condemn it this year. But if there was to have any uprising whatsoever, anywhere, even if it's a peaceful one, bunch of neo-Nazis rioting, look at them. Forget the black ones. Forget the Latino ones. Just look at the white ones. Neo-Nazis. Every single one of them. Gotta reprogram those Nazis. What, what are we all going to do when they start coming before us? reprogram us. And how does that work exactly? Are they going to make us sit there for 36 hours playing Yahtzee? How do you reprogram people exactly? Are they going to do a lobotomy on 75 million people? How does this work? Going to gas up 75 million people? Is that, I mean, I don't understand exactly when they say reprogram people. Uh, what exactly they mean by that? If, if you guys know, please let me know. I, I'd love to find out. I mean, send me an email, a telegram, get at me on Megabook somewhere. By the way, check out megabook.com. Got to mention that. For uh, those of you who are uh, right now pissed at social media like the rest of us because of their censoring, it's a really cool website, and uh, Kate knows the, uh, the 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 owner. She clued me into the website. Really cool website, megabook.com. Uh, it's, a, it's a cool alternative to Facebook, and uh, it's very uh, user-friendly. You know, parlor is still down, unfortunately, and... Uh, who the hell knows where they're going to get that back up? Even though there's like a, a web page kind of explaining where they are technically, but it's not really up full. The full website probably won't be up for months. So who the hell knows? Maybe ever. But Make a Book is a really cool outlet. Of course, you got Gab.com, MeWe, which is another really good uh, uh, spot to go to. I actually like MeWe a lot. Telegram is really cool. So there are alternative uh, places to uh, Facebook and Twitter. Uh, I plan myself to leave uh, Facebook and Twitter uh, within probably the next few uh, weeks, uh, or at least uh, downgrade my accounts to maybe just one account and uh, just promote like the radio stuff and just the shows on the, that one account and uh, leave uh, everything else too. You know, the other social areas, because they're not censoring you. You know what I mean? Rumble is awesome. I love Rumble.com. But as soon as Rumble allows you to go in and stream live, I'm going to do that also there. Because they have a really cool setup. And Dan Bongino, man, shout out to them. I know he owns a little bit of a Rumble.com and Parlor, and he does really good work. 
and promoting the website over there. It's a, a, a really neat place for anybody who wants to, uh, you know, expand their show from the places that are censoring you to a place that's not censoring and you can monetize. Upload your pro- your podcast to Rumble and uh, take advantage, man. It's blowing up, and uh, I, I love uh, the fact that people are coming forward and they're you know they're putting out other places, alternative uh, media to go to. The problem is big tech censoring. They already knocked down Parler, right? They can uh, eventually start talking to these other companies, start knocking any conservative website offline so what do we do then the next step is having your own servers right Alex Jones is doing that with uh, band.tv I believe and uh, Infowars had to redo everything into their own server systems they have the capital to do that they can sell their stuff products merchandise and you know it's Infowars they're going to make a lot of a lot of money for every other broadcaster like myself that depends on monetizing on platforms that are monetized because they know how to do that stuff, we're screwed. To buy that software, that hardware, takes thousands of dollars, which we don't have. We don't have the Alex Jones money, right? So big tech can silence us like that, without a problem. Again, remember, if they can silence the president, limits are off to the rest of us. So that, so who's running the show now? I mean, we're entering an era where the Speaker of the House is wielding more power than the president because Nancy Pelosi was running. She really, uh, the president was doing his best to be president, but she was making his life a living hell the entire time. And she wouldn't budge on things, she wouldn't negotiate, she, she was acting like a child for four years, just trashing him in the media left and right. She wouldn't say anything positive when he did good things, or she would spin it and try to, you know, still talk bad about him. So, when you have the media, social media, you have all these people that are against you, big tech against you. What is uh, the small, you know, podcasters or uh, other news outlets like uh, Newsmax going to do when they can shut you down? Like they shut down Parler. Guys, that's, uh, again, communism, socialism. Are you ready for it? You know, Venezuelans all thought it was going to be a beautiful thing. Not so much. They don't turn out to be so beautiful now. They're talking about the uh, Dominion machine here in the chat room. Uh, you know, we could get into that for a minute here. I'm going to uh, be done here in a few minutes. But Dominion, to have, you know, if you don't know what Dominion is, Dominion is the operating system that was created by Americans and Canadians. Uh, I forget the dude's name. But anyway, they, the guy who created it did it years ago. And while the operating system itself it's not something you could easily hack right you can't really hack it according to him its system itself doesn't go online that much is true you know he said that that you couldn't get online with it the part that he doesn't tell you is 
he doesn't create the machine that runs the operating system. Somebody else does that. And that machine can go online. See, that's the trick. That's the magic act. Tell you one thing, uh, but the other is the actual fact. The machine can go online. Juvian Pulitzer, you might want to look him up on, uh, on DuckDuckGo. Julian Pulitzer hacked into the machine on his cell phone within five minutes. You didn't hear about that on mainstream media, right? That happened. I, I saw it. I have the video. I was telling everybody, yeah, I did it. Five minutes. Who wants to see it? He's been all over the, uh, the internet talking about it. Why does the mainstream media cover that? I don't know. But it's, it happened. And you tell me the election was legit and fair? Uh-uh. Sorry, guys. It doesn't smell right. But, you know, now we got four years of uh, this new misadministration, and we'll see how it goes. And uh, we'll see where the rabbit hole leads us. And uh, I just, I hope that uh, the uh, the real president, Donald Trump, does not get either suicided impeached beyond uh, recognition where he can never run again uh, because I think I need uh, 17 uh, Republicans to you know vote for in the impeachment for in the, the Senate trial so if we don't if that number does not vote to uh, com- permanently impeach Trump then he'll be okay he won't pass the Senate which that's what we're hoping that uh, he doesn't even, I mean, he got 10 rhinos to go along with it to begin with. So if maybe 10 of them, are, you know, are still crossing over, he won't be impeached. Or it won't go through the Senate. Um, so he'll be dead again. But if they get the 16 or the 17 they need, he's fucked. He's done. Which I don't know how that's even legal again because it's unconstitutional to impeach a citizen just because you don't like him does not mean, Nancy Pelosi, that he couldn't be president. Now, going back to something I talked about earlier, when the billboards they, they're putting up from Act Blue, uh, they, they have been uh, campaigning to raise money for, these, uh, for this billboard. So I took it upon myself to open up a GoFundMe page to do a little payback. Because the campaign is to get Ted Cruz, Josh Hawley booted out for access edition and uh, causing an insurrection, right? Because they spoke at the mega rally on the 6th. Well, when Nancy Pelosi, Maxine Waters, and a lot of these Democrat women and, and some guys like Chuck Schumer and Adam Schiff did last year, are about the same thing, if not worse, because people actually died. Cities were burned down to the ground. Places were looted last year. We had a summer of love to prove it all, right? So I opened up a GoFundMe, and I, I, if people actually go in and put you know their money into it, uh, I plan to uh, use it to try to put the same billboard but without Ted Cruz and Josh Holly, I'm going to put Maxine Waters and Nancy Pelosi on there with their quotes proving that they were trying to incite uh, insurrection 
uh, where they acted in acts of sedition, uh, where they broke the law, and where they should be removed from their seats, including possible charges, criminal charges, because literally lives were lost. They have blood on their hands, just like Andrew Cuomo has blood on his hands. And, and, and uh, Governor Newsom has blood on his hands over in California. I'm sorry. Governor Newscum. Sorry. Newscum. In California. These Democrats all have blood on their hands. Keisha Lance Bottoms. Stacey Abrams and her sister. Y'all have bloody hands. And you keep pointing it at Trump. And as deplorables. Because we voted for him. And, you know, anytime you point at somebody, remember this thing is pointing right back at you. Don't forget that. Bang, bang, right? So with that, uh, guys, uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, get going here. If you like what you saw, you know the drill. Give me a thumbs up on the uh, podcast here on uh, YouTube. And uh, please subscribe to the channel. Please subscribe to the channel. And, uh, you know, again, thumbs up. Give me a like. Follow the show. I'm live every Thursdays and Sundays at 10 p.m. Eastern till 10 midnight. And uh, today I got started a little bit late, but we, we managed to pull it in. And, uh, you know, it was uh, it went back quick, actually. Uh, we'll be back on Sunday with more show. Maybe, maybe not. Normally January I usually take it off, but... It's been kind of a crazy couple of days, and, uh, you know, I just, I, I, I was on earlier, and I was like, you know what, let me just go on and just talk for a, a couple of hours. No guests, no preparation. I had that one video of Mitch McConnell and uh, the impeachment of Joe Biden, we're, we're, you know, ready to go, and I wanted to we'll talk about that, because uh, it's funny, we're, we're facing funny times, guys. Now, it's going to be a fun uh, couple months in a very sad way. Fun because we're going to see a lot of people open their eyes and be like, damn, we screwed up. And then I'm going to be there because I like doing this. And I'm going to be like, ha ha, yeah. And I'm going to be pointing my finger, yes, my my finger points. But I'm going to be laughing. And then I'm going to say, I told you so. I already have a couple of buddies that, that have come forward and said, yeah, dude, I think we messed up. Oops. Sorry. Not bad. I've heard that a couple of times already. You'll see. You know, remember this, guys. Uh, the grass is not always greener on the other side of the field and careful what you wish for. Because you might just get it. My homie out of sight wrote that in the song, and it's very true. Even though that's an old ass saying, but he put it in the song. Careful what you wish for, or you just might get it. Check him out, out of sight music on YouTube. And uh, very true words. But until uh, next time, everybody, this is Angel on Inside the Jackal's Head. Again, check out my Patreon page on patreon.com forward slash Angel Espino. 
angelespino.com is my main website. You can also find me on publicstreamingnetwork.com. And shout-outs to all my buddies on the Internet. Every one of y'all, you know who you are. From Odin on Global Enlightenment Radio Network to Jaffe Ryder on the World Pirate Podcast Radio Network. And everybody else that uh, that supports uh, the show globally, internationally, and even on Uranus. Thank you for uh, tuning in. 